Friday night at 8 o'clock, and we'd like to learn something about the parsha together. We all know that uh, the Rambam had a very high opinion of Avram Avinu. That seems almost, almost silly to say it that way, but of course he had a high opinion, but I mean a very high opinion. He saw Avram Avinu as being special in the humanity that he knew about, and there were a lot of special people in that humanity. So Avram Avinu, together for the Rambam with Moshe Rabbeinu, were the two people who were the most special, the most unique, the most contribute, the greatest contributors to the creation of Am Yisrael. Moshe Rabbeinu, of course, giving the Torah and teaching the Torah and making the Torah a part of of the world that they lived in. That was a great thing. But what was exactly the greatness of Avram Avinu? So the Rambam, the Rambam says that Avram Avinu, the Rambam says that Avram Avinu was, just one second, he calls him, the Rambam calls Avram Avinu uh, Amudoshel Olam, the kind of the pillar upon which the entire world rests. It's the end of Hilchot Avodah Zarah, Perik Aleph, the last halacha, he calls him Avodah Shalom. And the second halacha, the next halacha after that, he calls him Eitan, the very kind of permanent set, the person who, who made sure that the world would continue would continue to exist. So I would say that the Rambam had the uh, Rambam also calls Avram Avinu Oiv Hashem, the one who is beloved of Hakadosh Baruch So he has uh, Avram Avinu was unique, and when we learn the parashiyot about Avram Avinu Lech Lecha Vayera we we turn again and again to try to understand. What made Abraham so special? I mean, was he just kind of born one day? He just got up one day and he said, I'm Abraham Avinu? Or was there some element of uh, development that Abraham Avinu was not always Abraham Avinu? He was not always Abraham Avinu. In last week's parasha, who changes his name from Abraham to Abraham. So a name change is of significance. It's not only about the future, but it's also about the achievement. Avram was no longer. He was now Avraham. He had achieved Avraham in some manner or other. So the story that I'd like to relate this question to, the question is, of course, what made Avram into Avraham? What elements are there that made Abraham become Abraham Avinu, become Amudoshel Al Olam, become Eitan Zeh, all of these things that the Rambam says become Ahuvat Hashem. God loved him. God loved Abraham Avinu. So in order to understand that, I want to look at the story of Hagar and Yishmael. We started to look at that story. 
but I'd like to know exactly how Yishmael fits in. And to do that, we're going to learn the psukim that are uh, connected. We're not going to look at esoteric commentaries, but we will look at the psukim that relate to this to this question. Sarai Eshet Avram Perik Tet Zayin Pasuk Aleph. Sarai Eshet Avram Lo Yoda Lo Velashivcha Mitzri Tushma Hagar. Sarai didn't have any children. She didn't, even though we all knew that there's a promise from a Kodesh that they will have children, but the Torah says she didn't have children, and that apparently bothered her. She had a maid, an Egyptian maid, whose name was Hagar, and let's assume she was special. After all, Sarai was monarchy. She was special. She was special. So she probably had a maid who was also special. Sarai said to Abraham, she summarizes her situation in the world and she says, God prevented me from having children. Come and take my maid and I think that here we see a kind of a, an echo of the regulations in the world, Babylonia, Canaan, Egypt, that this was a possible solution for those women who were barren. They would take, uh, they would give the maid to their husbands and then the, according to some sort of an agreement, whether it was customary law or it was really, really law, some sort of agreement that the, the child that was born would belong to both the father and to the owner of the owner of the maid, and in that way, Sarai would have children. Uh, in other words, she said, that God is not going to change the ways of the world. And even though God promised, God promised I would have children, I guess that meant only if the children were born in a natural way. But if I couldn't have natural children, then the promise was probably not in place. Matikah Sarai. Let's look at at, uh, Pasuk Dalit. Vayavol Hagar. Pasuk Dalit. Vayavol Hagar Batahar. She became pregnant, Vatelet, Kiharata, after she was pregnant, Vatekal Gvirta Beineha, Vatekal So she, Agar, thought that according to the agreement she had a child, she would become the more important wife or the more important, important person in the camp of Avram Avinu. Uh, So again, Pasuk Hey, Vatomes Sarai, El Avram Hamasi, El Avram, angry at you, Avram. I gave you my maid, Vateriki Arata. You saw she became pregnant, Vateka Ekal Beineha, Kishpota Shi, Hashem, Beinil Beinecha. No, it was Avram was not coming to defense. Defense of of Sarah, there was, I, I, Avram was acting 
apparently as though uh, Sarai had lost her importance. It didn't make any difference anymore. Sarai's importance was that she was going to have a child, and if she didn't have her own child, she was of no great importance. And so Sarai says, Yishvot Hashem My idea was that if you had a child, the child would belong to me. And instead, the child brought me down somehow. My standing decreased. Pasuk Vav Yomer Avram el Sarai Hidei Shivchatech Biyadecha Sila Atov Be'enayich. So Avram said, no. I mean, maybe I've been uh, I, I, I've been lax in my in my uh, devotion here, but uh, I'm with you. I'm with you. But uh, the next pasuk, Vayomer Avram el Sarai, Hinei Shivchatech Biyadech. Never take her. Asila Tobeinayich. We saw last week that this pasuk is very uh, important. She she oppressed her. Sarai oppressed Hagar. And so Hagar for the, the first time ran away. She ran away from the household. And she was found by an angel some place which is well known and Hagar said Shifchat Sarai the maid, Sarah's maid so the angel found her Hagar and she told the angel, I'm running away from Sarai. I can't live with her. She, she, uh, she tortures me. And the angel answered, I'm sorry, I read that pasuk again. Pasuk Tet. So the angel says, go back to Sarai, and if necessary, you're just going to have to let her torture you. So here you have Hagar, uh, who is not exactly uh, seen as a noble personality. Having a conversation with the Malach, with the angel, who came especially to meet her after she ran away. And what the angel says, what the angel says to Hagar is, I know that it's difficult, but you have to go back. The reason that you have to go back to the house of Sarai is because you belong there. You are, you and your son who will be born, you belong, belong there. And the angel even says, Hitani tachat yadeha. Let her torture you. Let her torture you. Pasuk Yud. Vayomer la malach Hashem haba be'etzarech v'lo yisafer merov. Amazing. The angel says, the angel says to Sarai, you're going to have many children, many progeny. You won't be able to count them. We won't be able uh, to count them. Lo yisafer merov. 
ויאמר למלאך השם, but the angel said further, you're going to be pregnant and you're going to have a son, Yishmael, and you're going to call him Yishmael, which is a name made up of two elements, Ki Shama Hashem El Anyech, Shama Hashem, God uh, uh, listened, heard your uh, your problem. This son that's born to you will be a wild man. He won't be a scholar. He'll be a man of the woods, a man of the fields. And he will take a leadership kind of position. So... So if I think about the birth of, of, of Yishmael, introduced and named by an angel, speaking in the name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and Hagar directed to go back to the household of Sarah and Abraham, because she was, after all, a special person in this ongoing story of Abraham. It's hard to understand. It's hard for me to understand. Hard for me to understand what exactly is the place of Agar and what in fact is going to be the role that is played by the role that's played by Yishmael. I mean, what do we exactly need Yishmael for? What do we need another personality who is listened to by God. Well, what, what does he listen to about? Then we have another story. The other story is in the third source, Bereshit Peretov Aleph, starting from Pasuk Tet. Vateris Sarah et ben Hagara Mitzrit asher yodal Abraham etzachek he was he was laughing, laughing. Chazal say idolatry. Vatobel Avraham Garesh Amazot vet binaki lo yirash ben Amazot Yitzchak. And so Sarah went to Abraham, her husband, and said, "Get rid of him. He's laughing. He's idolatrous." Abraham didn't like the idea. It was bad in his eyes. here meaning Yishmael. So Avravinu accepts this young man as being Beno. I want you to listen. God says to Abraham, I want you to listen to Sarah because sending Yitzvah away is part of the plan. And she knows the plan. 
or she intuits the plan, but she's right. That's what HaKadosh Baruch says to Avram Avinu. This Yishmael, the son of the maid, she's all, he will also be the father of a great nation, of a great population. And Avram got up in the morning early to do a mitzvah, to do God's bidding. He gave her like the stuff you give somebody who's going on a tiyul, like a hike. He, he helped put it on her shoulder. And with this child, and sent her away. She wandered around in the desert of Be'er Sheva. She threw this child under one of the bushes, the little shade. Ki amra lerad bebot hayalet v'teishet minneged v'tisad kolav v'teif says Hagar. Like a mother seeing her child about to die. She turned away. She said, I don't want to look at that. I don't want to look at my child uh, dying. And the angel was already a well-known feature of this story. Goes to Hagar and says, what's happening? What's so terrible? Why are you crying? Altir e, don't, don't be afraid. Kishama elokim v'kol hadar v'asher v'sham. God has heard the sound of this child crying. Vasuk yudchet kumi seiyet anar v'chaziki et yadech boki legoi gadol asimenu kuma. carry this boy, hold on to him. I'm going to make him into a great nation. So you see, the story of Hagar the story of Hagar is the story of a, of a great person. Hagar spoke to God, was encouraged by Kodesh Baruch Hu, had a child who was named by Kodesh Baruch Hu. But the one thing that you don't see in Hagar, the one thing that you don't see in Hagar, which I think is notable, 
is that even though the Malach earlier, the Malach in Perik Yud Zayin, Pasuk Yutet, the second source on the sheet, by Yomer Elokim. And the angel who appeared to her when she ran away from Sarah, the angel said, she was she was on this uh, watering place watering hole Anochi barachat vayom elah pasuk yiralev vayom elah malach Hashem hinach harav yoladet ben v'chad shmo Yishmael. It's very nice. You're going to become pregnant. You're going to have a child. His name is going to be Yishmael. Ki shema Hashem el on yech because God paid attention, listened, accepted your pain and suffering. Vu yeper adam yadov akol yad kol bo. So she's been, she was told, she was told by the Malach that she would have a son and that her son would have a lot of children. But apparently Hagar did not believe I mean one second, The, the angel told Hagar in Perkaf Aleph, Ki gadol, goi gadol asimenu. In, 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 in other words, the promise was made in two, in two stages. Perik Yud Zayin, Perik Yud Zayin, Pesuk Tet Vav. We'll get it now. Vayomer Elokim El Avram, Sarai Yishtecha Lo Tikrat Shema Sarai, Kisara Shema, Kisara. There's a change, a change that takes place in Sarai. She becomes Sarah. 
Uberachtiota, I will bless her. The governor Tati Mimenalachaben, and she'll have a son. Uberachtio, I will bless her. Vaitalegoyim, Malche Amim, Mimena, you shall be the mother of great of great nations. Fell on his face and he laughed. He laughed. And Rashi says, according to Unculus, that the laughter was laughter of joy. Could that be? So, so the way that Rashi reads that is that Avraham Avinu said, look at this wondrous miracle that God is doing on our behalf. Even though you're 90 and I'm 100, we're going to have a child. We're going to have a child, which proves how much HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants this to be. Take care of Yishmael, he will have many children and the covenant will be established between them. Uli Yishmael Shmaticha, Kaddish Baruch says. I heard your uh, plaintive request to God over Yishmael. Yishmael Shmaticha, Hine Birakti Otcha, Vehifreti Otcha, Vehbeiti Oto, Vehbeod, Vehod, so that you, Avraham, will be the father of a great nation twice. The great nation that comes from Yitzchak and the great nation that comes from from uh, that comes from uh, Yishmael. So, if I had to summarize, if I had to summarize these ideas that have come up in learning the parsha of uh, of Yishmael. Avram and Sarah look different in this process. First, Sarah relates to Avraham that if he takes her maid as a, as a wife, the child that is born will change everything. She will change from a barren woman to a woman who has a child. And Avraham will change from a a man who is childish to a man who has children. And we will understand somehow that the promise that HaKadosh Baruch Hu made, the promise that was originally made, that there would be a lot of uh, progeny born to Avraham Avinu, that's within the confines of, of, the, of nature. If nature allows it, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu will do it. But not that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to go against the natural law that he himself has established. This, of course, understanding of Avram and, and Sarah was, was changed. And they came to the conclusion, they came to the conclusion that no, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, and, and I'm sorry, and that's the reason that the idea of Hagar was accepted by uh, Avraham and Sarai. 
was accepted because they felt that uh, that uh, this was natural and that the promise of heaven was conditional upon it being it happening in a in a regular way in a natural way so Sarai was in favor of Hagar, but her reaction to Hagar's success at becoming pregnant and having a, to be having a, 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 a son was problematic because she uh, oppressed Hagar. Hagar runs away and meets up with an angel, which I think indicates the importance of Hagar in some way or other, although I can't explain to you exactly what that means but still she was talking to the angel and the angel made her certain promises the angel made her certain promises and the promises that the angel made her the promise of the angel had to do with the child and the name of the child and the future of and the future which again makes her an important personality however the one difficult part of the story is that that the angel told Sarah that she has to go back. She has to go back and so why, why did she have to why did she have to go back? So it might be that she go, went back in order that in order that Abraham could express mercy about Hagar. Uh, again, Vayom Abraham, Luish Merichel for Necha. Right? Perek Yud Zayin, Pasuk Yud Chet, Vayom Abraham, El Haelokim, Luishmael, Yichiel for Necha. God, please take care of Yishmael. Vayomer Elokim, Avosara Ich Techa Yoledet. Lechaben, Vikratech Mo Yitzchak, you'll have a son whose name is Yitzchak. Vakimoti et Briti, he told the Brito Lamizarachav, and you'll the covenant will be good for him, Uli Ishmael Shmaticha. Hine Birachti Oto Vifreti Oto Vibeti Oto Bimaod Maod Shnevasar Nisiim Yolido. So that what you see is that the difference between Abraham and Sarai, maybe it's sometimes it may be the difference between the father and the mother. The mother's instincts to take care of her child are very powerful often. And and sometimes the mother is able to do things that that ordinarily I mean to save their own children that ordinarily they wouldn't be able to do physically mentally so you need you needed to show you what why you needed the family why was it so important that Yitzchak Abraham and Sarah would have a child named Yitzchak I mean why couldn't it be Yishmael God listened to Yishmael God protected Yishmael because for Yishmael, there was only one person protecting him, and that's the mother. And HaKadosh Baruch wanted us to understand 
that the protection of the mother has to be offset, has to be offset by the mercy of the father. And that's what happened in the story of Hagar and Yishmael. Hagar was the mother. Hagar was the mother. She took her son, ran away into the desert, and then confronted the angel who told her everything will be all right. But she ran away. She didn't run to her husband, Abraham. She didn't think that that would be the solution to the problem. And then HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, the solution is that Yitzchak is going to have two parents. Yishmael, it wasn't clear who his parents were. I mean, we know who his biological parents but were, but who assumed the mantle of protection, of mercy? Who assumed the mantle of protection within a family? Nobody. Sarah uh, Hagar was only able to run away. She ran away twice. She apparently couldn't run to her husband, but she ran away from the house of Abraham into the desert. The first time she was found by the angel, and the second time she ran away with her son and again was found by the angel. So that the story of of Yishmael, which is not exactly the story of Yishmael, but might be called the story of Hagar, and the story of Sarai, and the story of Abraham. I mean, in that story, that story, we learn about the importance of having two parents. I don't mean to say, I don't mean to say that I'm taking a stand on any of the arguments that take place today about uh, different kinds of family structures. We're not talking about that. We're talking about a world in which there was one family structure, and that family structure could be modified by replacing the woman with a lower-level kind of personality, not Sarai, but Hagar. And the end of that story is that the child that was born to Abraham Avinu had to have a mother and a father. The mother providing protection and the father providing mercy. And that produced the child, Yitzchak, that they all were hoping for. The child who was the mirror image of his parents, both, both protective of his children and others around him and uh, and merciful, as we will see in our continuing uh, studies of the Parsha. Have a good Shabbos. All the best.